0: Tom Bernard Show with Andy Brent bernard and Mike Molina. And we'll be right back, Tom Bernard Show.
1: Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, One of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is,
0: you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> it's, been
0: good. So. it's been good ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen been good and how do they contact you
1: at uh, e- either through our website which is minnesota personal, minnesota personal injury.com or at 800-770-7008 michael bryant bradshaw and bryant due
0: to the billions of marketing dollars spent by walzer automotive on tom bernard podcast you hopefully know that walzer sells cars Walzer are pros at body and glass repair, but don't take my word for it. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and a nearly perfect 4.8 Google rating. Check them out at walzercollision.com. Art Show. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you to Kostaki Konomopoulos, Tim Lammers. Thanks for Craig calling in, talking about. Uh, this is interesting. As a matter of fact, I wanted to ask both of you, Mike and Andy, about this. Um, Craig called in to talk about the fact that uh, that critics like to go after Netflix for their movies. Critics don't like Netflix movies. Uh, first of all, do you guys agree with that, or you, or do
2: you not watch Netflix movies? I do. I, I know they definitely did hate Bright. Uh, I didn't think it was great. Didn't deserve the kind of criticism that it got. Got too bashed? Yes. It was too bashy?
0: Okay, let me ask you. What did you think, Melina?
3: I don't know. I guess I just, uh, I only watch a few things on Netflix, so none of them are their you know, original content or movies. So.
0: Okay, now, this is interesting because we talked about Netflix and their movies specifically on this show two hours ago. Right? Yep. Uh huh. Okay. All of a sudden, on my front page, on my computer, recommended the 100 best movies on Amazon Prime right now. Is that a coincidence?
2: Yeah, because your computer isn't plugged into anything audio wise. I don't know. Your computer can't even get audio. Yes, it can. It can play audio, but it can't receive it. Well, I
0: don't. It's kind of a coincidence that the 100 best movies on Amazon Prime right now would just pop up the very same day we're talking about the best movies on Netflix. It's too much of a coincidence for me. What do you think? So, Andy, you don't think so? Melina, what do you think?
3: Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll take it. I'll, I'll say yes. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I, it, it's just too much of a co- I shouldn't say too much of a coincidence, but it is. But I, it, it got me to do this. It got me to click on it and look at some of these. I haven't seen them yet, but I looked at the first couple of paragraphs. If you aren't using your Amazon Prime account to sit back and binge. Now, how, first of all, how would they know I have an Amazon Prime account? Or well, just assuming everyone does? Yeah, I think probably. Okay. Because I do have an Amazon, Amazon Prime account. Uh, If you aren't using your Amazon Prime account to sit back and binge some of the best movies ever made, you are really not using it to its full potential. The library of movie titles that are available for Prime members is vast and has an impressive mix of old classics and current releases. We get it. You're busy with your life. It's kind of tough to scroll through all the titles, so we did it for you. This is getting weirder by the minute, don't you think? Okay, so here, here are the 100 best movies available right now on Amazon Prime. And if you've seen them and you like them, let me know. All right? 10 Cloverfield Lane. See it? No. Mm, I didn't either. 20th Century Women. Never even heard of it. Me either. Okay. How about Abacus Small Enough to Jail? Sounds hipstery and horrible. A small financial institution in Chinatown is the only company to be indicted in the wake of the 2008 mortgage crisis. But this Oscar-nominated documentary directed by Steve James... Who did Hoop Dreams? Shows that the company wasn't going to go down without a fight. That's interesting. I might have to watch that now. Abacus Mm, is mm. small enough to jail. Uh, American Honey. Uh, Sasha Lane stars as a young girl who gets swooped up by a group of young traveling magazine salesmen and travels the Midwest in a unique way. What sounds like she's just kind of... uh... How about American Ninja, 1985? You ever see it? Nope. Nope. Anomalisa. Anomalisa. I th- oh yeah, Namalisa. that's the one with the, po- with, the, uh, with the animation. They're animated figures. I haven't seen it, but I've seen lots of promos for it. Directed by Charlie Kaufman and Duke Johnson, this stop motion. For- oh yeah, it is. It's, uh, stop motion is what um, the California Raisins are, right? Yeah. That's stop motion. Yeah, I've never been a big fan of stop motion. Me either. This stop-motion dramedy follows a lonely customer service expert who has a memorable encounter with a woman voiced by Jennifer Jason Leigh at a Cincinnati hotel. Arrival. I thought it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen.
2: You guys seen it? Is that the? Oh, right. Yeah, that's it. Never went anywhere. No. And basically, they, the, the. the,
0: the I remember criticizing this movie because all of the aliens talk in circles yes they do it's like oh was that just a coincidence that they talk in circles the Beastmaster, 1982 nope nope Nope. i haven't seen it either behind the candelabra that was a hell of a good movie did you ever watch it the uh it's the um liberaci story Mm. Really good, really pretty good. 2013, Behind the Candelabra, Steven Soderbergh looks at the life of Scott Thorson, Matt Damon, a kid who finds himself the boyfriend of Liberace, Michael Douglas, and ends up in a downward spiral as he tries to stay relevant in the superstar's life. Uh, Very sad ending, obviously, because Liberace died of AIDS at the end of the movie. Remember that? The Believer, 2001, uh, marking Ryan Gosling's first ever leading role, he delivers an incredible performance as a Jewish kid who becomes a neo-Nazi. Is that the movie where he puts a guy's top teeth on a curb and then steps on his head? What is it? No, I think it's called That's American, that's history, American X. history
2: X. Yeah.
0: Oh, you're right. That's American History. This is called The Believer. Never heard of it. It's about a nice Jewish boy that becomes a Nazi.
2: Hmm.
0: Best Worst Movie 2009 anything? Nope. What? Oh, that's a movie. Okay. Yeah, sure. Best Worst Movie 2009. Even if you've never seen Troll 2, just
2: watching this documentary about one of the worst movies ever made is a Uh, lot of fun. Oh, it's about Troll 2. Oh, it's
0: about... Is Troll 2 horrendous? Well,
2: yeah. Remember that thing we watched on Saturday? It had Troll 1 in it. Oh, yeah, The troll that turned people into uh, plants or whatever. Well, Troll 2 has nothing to do with trolls or anything to do with the first movie or anything, Um, but they called it Troll 2 anyway, Mm -hmm. and yeah... It's not great. No. Did you guys see the big sick? No, it it's boring. 2017. What'd you think of it, Mike?
3: I liked it. I was surprised I liked it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but it wasn't as it wasn't as great as everybody said it was. Did you think? No, I but thought I it think, was good, but it
3: I think what it was for me was that Kristen pointed it out a couple of weeks ago when she brought it up that, you know, I'm not really into the big sci-fi or action, I mean, or the uh, superhero movies. So I had to have something No, I'm not either. You know, original and fresh kind of in the summer. You know, at least I went to the theater.
0: Yeah, I think that is the point, exactly, because I'm not into sci-fi. Or, or, Although I'm watching The Punisher right now on Netflix, that's a Marvel TV show. But it's not really a superhero thing. It's more of like a damaged human being thing <laughs> more <laughs> than anything. Uh, Biggie and Tupac. Oh. Never saw that one. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm good with that, Biggie and Tupac. Black Hawk Down, uh, you got Blue Velvet, oh my God, the most overrated movie in the history of uh, movie making, where you have, uh, oh, what the hell's his name, so, oh God, I can't remember, he just died a couple of years ago, it's sad, you know the guy with the gas mask, he kept going, Mommy, Mommy. Oh, God. I don't know anything about Blue Velvet. Well, I'm not a big fan of David Lynch anyway. That the Twin Peaks and all that stuff. Kyle like, McLaughlin? Not Cl- Kyle McLaughlin. It's, Dennis uh, Hopper? Dennis Hopper. There.
2: Better known for his appearance as Bowser in the Super Mario Bros. Super Show. <laughs> oh, is that where he's known? Brawling. I think, I think that's. Was that not Dennis Hopper? It totally yeah. was. Was it? Hmm. I don't know. You can check it out. Who was that? Oh. Oh, he was. it was in the movie. Okay, not the super show. There you go. Brawl in Cell Block 99. Yeah, it was a pretty good movie.
0: I saw it. Not bad. Buffalo 66. Do you ever see this movie? One of the most depressing movies of all time. Vincent Gallo writes, directs, and stars in this landmark indie as a guy fresh out of prison who kidnaps a girl, Christina Ricci, and brings her to his parents' house as his wife. The movie's highlight is the striking visuals by cinematographer Lance Accord. But isn't the whole movie, Buffalo 66, was that the year that uh, Norwide missed the field goal? <laughs> is, that, is that a coincidence? What year did he miss that field goal? Now, that was in the 70s or 80s, wasn't it? Buffalo 66, a very, very depressing movie. There's a movie called But I'm a Cheerleader, Capote. It was okay, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Chef in 2014, John Favreau. Shy Rack, I wouldn't watch that with your eyes. Spike Lee, one of the biggest pricks I ever talked to in my life. He's not a good guy. City of Ghosts, Cool World, 1992. That's an
2: animated thing with Brad Pitt. It's uh, the most messed up movie in the world. You've seen it? I've seen uh, parts of it, but uh, the story behind it is just super weird. Oh, it is? Well, for one, the guy who made it, um, I can get his name, Ralph Bakshi... Is mm-hmm. one of the weirdest guys in the world. Um, he made a lot of like uh, semi-pornographic cartoons. Oh great! And he tried to get stuff like that into Cool World, but he couldn't. So instead, what he did, there would be sequences where it'll be, you know the movie will be playing like normal, and then he'll just like insert an animation that he did over like superimposed over the movie that has nothing to do with anything. Why would he do that? Because he's insane. Because he's nuts? Yes. Creed. That was a good movie. I did like Creed.
0: That was, uh, what, uh, Rocky Part 15 or whatever? Yeah, I hear people like that. <laughs> it was a good movie. It was, it was a good movie. Crown Heights. Lakeith Stanfield gives a powerful performance portraying the real-life story of Colin Warner, a man wrongfully convicted of murder who spent 20 years in prison. Eh, suck it up. Mm. Come on. <laughs> The Cutting Edge, the classic love story, whatever. Uh, Days of Thunder. I never saw that. Did anybody see the Days of Thunder about uh, Tom Cruise? I am not a Tom Cruise fan to the point where I won't go to a movie if he's in it. You think that's a mistake?
2: I've never cared that much.
0: I just, you know, I liked, uh, I read all the Jack Reacher books, but I only saw one of the movies because he he just is not Jack. Jack Reacher is supposed to be like 6'2", 240. Why would you have Tom Cruise play a guy in the book, the, the, the guy in the book who's 6'2 and 240? Why? <laughs> no one cares about that kind yeah, of thing. I suppose you're right. Desperately seeking Susan, don't know anything about that. The Devil's Double in 2011, an insane performance that you'd have to watch to believe. Dominic Cooper plays Saddam Hussein's psychotic son, Uday. Nah, I'm good. Dirty Dancing. Nah, Melina, you were all over that, Oh, yeah. You? Of course. <laughs> Dirty Dancing, horrendous. These are supposed to be the, the best, the 100 best movies on Amazon Prime. Uh. Really? Uh, dirty Work, Norm MacDonald and Artie Lang realized the only thing they can do well is pulling stunts to get back at people who have done them wrong, so they decided to start a revenge for hire business. Sounds horrendous. I do like both those guys, though. Artie Lang and Norm MacDonald. They pissed a number of people off in the world, though, I'll tell you that. Uh, Elvis and Nixon 2016. Oh, it's what's his face? Mr. Diddle, uh, Kevin Spacey. No. Oh, yeah. He stars as Nixon. So I wonder if he uh, grabbed any uh, young boys in that movie. Nice job there, Pally. Michael Shannon plays Elvis Presley in it, though. I, I think he's pretty damn good. The end of the tour, which is a very, very sad movie. To tell you the truth, director James Ponsold recounts the five day interview between Rolling Stone reporter David Lipsky. Jesse Eisenberg, and novelist David Foster Wallace, played by Jason Segel right after his book, Infinite Jest, was published. This is a very underrated movie. I would agree it is a phenomenal movie. But I think you might have to be a fan of David Foster Wallace and have uh, had to have read Infinite Jest, which is, I believe, about 1,400 pages long. How many pages long is Infinite Jest, Andy? Would you look at that up as I'm scrolling? It's a great book, but it'll take you a while to read it. It's like, yeah, 1,100, 1,200, 1,500 pages, something like that. It's 1,079. It's only 1,079. There you go. Well, 1,100. That was close. Escape from Alcatraz, uh, not great.
1: I like
0: like Clint Eastwood, but uh, Escaping from Prison Movies, Everybody Wants Some. I never saw that. Anybody ever see that? It's Dazed and Confused, the sequel. Eye in the Sky, that was boring as hell. Everybody told me to see that movie, and they told me how wonderful it would be, but I just didn't really care for it. I didn't... I don't know.
2: I've heard of maybe a quarter of these
0: movies. Yeah, I mean, these are supposed to be the 100 best movies on Amazon Prime right now. Fence, the Denzel Washington movie, A Fish Called Wanda, which was horrendous, Fists of Fury, which is... About well, geez, nineteen seventy-two, the Foot Fist Way. That's another karate movie. I'm not a karate movie guy either, to tell you the truth. Free Fire. what a different kind of want a different kind of shootout movie? No, I don't. Gangs of New York. You like that movie? That
3: was yeah. pretty damn good. Actually. Yeah.
0: About immigrants, Irish and, and Italian immigrants. Gleason, the collection of uh, video diaries of former NFL player Steve Gleason. Yeah, that uh, that's too depressing for me. Gone in 60 Seconds is really old. The Good, Bad, and the Ugly is really old. The Handmaiden, 2016. and eh, doesn't look that great. Heaven's Gate is supposed to be one of the most overrated movies ever made. Wasn't it when it was released? It was like four hours and 15 minutes long, something like that. Though Michael Cimino's retelling of the 1890 Johnson Country War that led to one of the most epic studio film failures of all time... The movie found a new life in the decades since and is now considered a classic. No, it's not considered a classic. It's horrible. I've seen it. I saw it when it first came out. It's terrible. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show.
2: I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company.
0: Just like all of you, I had been hearing about My Pillow and was skeptical that it was as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first My Pillow and I love it. It's very comfortable, stays in that same exact position all night. Fantastic! Mike Lindell, the inventor of My Pillow, has a very special offer for Tom Bernard Show listeners. My Pillow is offering more than 50% off his four-pack special, which includes two premium My Pillows and two Go Anywhere Pillows. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first My Pillow. If you already know how great the My Pillow is, Why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. But make sure you use promo code TOM. Call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. That's 800-516-5146, promo code TOM. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Whenever I go through a list of movies like that and you start seeing all these movies, like, oh, God, that movie was terrible. But it has some kind of hipster edge to it, so all of a sudden it's like the cool movie to see. Even the movie is absolutely horrible like Heaven's Gate. Seriously, it was one of the most boring movies I've ever seen in my entire life. It begins to make you think, "Mm, somebody's got an agenda here. And then I get to the top ten movies and there's Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Oh my God. Which is just WTF and you know yeah. what WTF stands for.
2: Hilarious. Uh
0: one of the best movies, uh one of the top five best movies on Amazon Prime right now, Where to Invade Next, Michael Moore.
2: Huh.
0: Yeah. A As a matter of fact, it's the number two movie uh that they think is the second best movie. On Amazon Prime right now? This list is not good. No, it's not. It's a terrible list of movies. If they think th- th- this is it, recommended for you Breitbart deletes racist Super Bowl tweet that imagined a future conversation between a Muslim grandfather and his grandchild. <laughs> Why was that sent to me? <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, the number one movie was Zodiac. I never saw Zodiac. David Fincher's masterpiece looks back on how the Zodiac killer scared the heck out of everyone in San Francisco. In the late 1960s, early 1970s, follows one guy, Jake Gyllenhaal, who's obsessed with figuring out the man behind Zodiac. Yeah, that list, of, there were some really good movies in there, but most of them were just terrible. I don't know, did, how many of those did you see, Melina?
3: Um, maybe maybe five, five to ten. Not maybe that many. Five. yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe five to ten. The I don't know where, who came up with that list, why it was sent to me. I don't know. It's just, these are not good movies. That's all I have to say. You know what I mean? I uh, Here's kind of the reason I, I read that list as well, because there's a really pretty good article out. It's on uh, The Guardian. Uh, it was one of January's most viral videos. Logan Paul, a YouTube celebrity. You know who that is, Andy?
2: Uh, oh, the J- the Japan thing?
0: Logan Paul. Oh, yeah, the the the, uh, the death forest or suicide forest. Yes. Yeah, how, so how do you know about Logan Paul?
2: Because it was massively overblown. Yeah, he's got like 60 million followers or something. Well, 16 I mean, million, excuse me. I don't know about him because of his followers, but because I'm not, you know, a 12-year-old girl. Well, there is that. But I remember this happened like at least a month ago, and everyone was freaking out about it, even though... It's some YouTube celebrity. Who cares? Yeah, it's very true. Uh,
0: basically, the premise of this story is uh, fiction is outperforming reality. How YouTube's algorithm distorts the truth. You
2: believe you think that's true? YouTube's been uh, up to some pretty shady stuff lately. That's
0: what everybody tells me. That Well, they started their own YouTube TV now, right? Uh so instead of having cable, you can just get YouTube TV? Oh, yeah, there's
2: the, they're doing, like, YouTube original series, I think. And they all look god-awful.
0: Yeah. It was one of January's most viral videos. Logan Paul, a YouTube celebrity, stumbles across a dead man hanging from a tree. The 22-year-old, who was in a Japanese forest, famous as a suicide spot, is visibly shocked and amused. Dude, his hands are purple, he says, before turning to his friends and giggling, You never stand next to a dead guy? Paul, who has 16 million mostly teen subscribers, you're right. There you go, Andy, you nailed it. YouTube is
2: all about the tweens and kids. Uh, To his YouTube
0: channel, removed the video from the YouTube 24 hours later. uh, Amid a furious backlash, it was still long enough for the footage to receive 6 million views and a spot on YouTube's coveted list of trending videos. The next day... I watched a copy of the video on YouTube, then I clicked on the up-next thumbnails of recommended videos that YouTube showcases on the right-hand side of the video player. This conveyor belt of clips, which autoplay by default, are designed to seduce us to spend more time on Google's video broadcasting platform. I was curious where that might lead. The answer was a slew of videos of men mocking distraught teenage fans of Logan Paul, followed by CCTV footage of children stealing things, And a few clicks later, a video of children having their teeth pulled out with bizarre homemade contraptions.
2: What the hell is that all about? That's been a thing for a long time, you know, like tying a tooth to the doorknob.
0: Oh, that guy. I thought they were talking about torturing children.
2: That's how he made it sound, but I have a feeling that's not what he means. No. I had cleared my history, deleted my cookies, and opened a private browser to be sure YouTube
0: was not personalizing recommendations. This was the algorithm taking me on a journey of its own volition or of its own volition, of course, and it culminated with a video of two boys, aged about five or six, punching and kicking one another. I'm going to post it on YouTube, said a teenage girl who sounded like she might be an older sibling, turn around and punch the heck out of that little boy. They scuffled for several minutes, and one had knocked the other's tooth out. There are 1.5 billion YouTube, uh, YouTube users in the world, which is more than the number of households that own televisions. What they want is shaped by this algorithm, which skims and ranks billions of videos to identify 20 up-next clips that are both relevant to a previous video and most likely, statistically speaking, to keep a person hooked on their screen. Company insiders tell me the algorithm is the single most important engine of YouTube's growth in one of the few public explanations of how the formula works. An academic paper that sketches the algorithm's deep neural works, the networks, of course, Crunching a vast pool of data about videos and the people who watch them, YouTube engineers describe it as one of the largest scale and most sophisticated industrial recommendation systems in existence. Is this a good thing? I don't think it matters unless you're a kid. But is it a good thing that our children's brains are being twisted like this?
2: Well, don't let your kid go on to an unmoderated thing like youtube and just watch whatever they want that's bad parenting but
0: it sounds like with a you know 1.5 billion youtube users, it sounds like that's exactly what they're letting their kid
2: oh yeah they definitely are but that's i mean i don't know it's no different than letting your kid go out and i don't know find dead bodies in the swamp so Uh
0: so basically you're in a situation where most youtube users are what would you say 12 13 14 yeah, that's
2: probably about the average age on YouTube.
0: Because it gets worse. Lately, it has also become one of the most controversial. The algorithm has found, been found to be promoting conspiracy theories about the Las Vegas mass shooting and incentivizing through recommendations a thriving subculture that targets children with disturbing content such as cartoons in which the British children's character Peppa Pig eats her father
2: or drinks bleach. Why are they doing this? Uh, well, that's because of money. There how? are hundreds of bot accounts that make. What they do is they have a bunch of different just like scripts that they can make into videos. Mm-hmm. And then they insert random characters into those scripts and then just churn those out in on mass. But how do they make money doing that? Uh, ads and uh, relying on kids to autoplay them. So kids will autoplay. So yeah, basically kids let things go on autoplay. The algorithm learns that they like Peppa Pig. And so someone takes advantage of that by making hundreds of Peppa Pig videos that are actually just, you know, he put the model into the right script and it made all these videos by itself overnight.
0: So you basically are are twisting children's brains just to make millions of dollars. Pretty much. I mean, this is horrible to show to a 12-year-old. Peppa Pig drinking bleach? Yeah, I don't think they care. I think they care about money. It's all, it is all about money now, isn't it? Everything is all about money. People will do anything for money.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Isn't that extremely
2: sad? Uh, well, yeah, you'd think so. But there's a lot of places on Earth where they don't care about anything but themselves. Good God. One of their new
0: uh, slogans is, like reality, but distorted. Pulling well, the house it like reality. You <laughs> if want, it's distorted, uh, how?
3: You want some reality? The Dow is down 842 and counting.
0: 842 today. Yep.
3: Just today's trading.
0: Oh my God. Are we uh, still dropping? Whew, yep. That's not good news. Uh, 1,500 points in two days. Oh. Uh, is that like the lart? maybe I should hop on YouTube and just completely just get away from reality.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you think that's a good plan? Oh.
0: 1,500 points on Friday and Monday. Uh, when's the last time we
2: took a, a drop like that? Oh, not, not that long. 1,500 points in two days, really? Let's see here. Yeah, when was that one?
3: At close on Thursday. So, like, looking at how high we've been in the last week, we were topped out mm-hmm. at twenty six, three twenty one, and we bottomed out at twenty four, two oh five. So 2,000. Ooh, 2,000 points
2: since Thursday at close.
3: Yeah. Well, in the last week. So going back.
0: Oh, in the last week. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's then plenty of. 1500ish drops in over the course of a week in okay. the past couple of years. Now, do they do they know yet what is driving it? No, if they knew that, they'd all be billionaires.
0: Well, that is true. But I don't really understand what 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 is driving it because at first they blamed that whole memo thing and said, "Oh my god, it's the end of the world." And they they, they blamed the memo thing, but obviously that's just turned into a disagreement between the people who wrote the memo and then the opposite, that would be the Republicans, they say. Mm-hmm. And then Democrats saying, we wrote a memo, but you won't release it. But it has to go through the same kind of testing as the other memo, correct? Uh, it will be released. Nobody's holding it back. It will be released once, once it's kind of vetted, Correct. so i don't think it's the memos that are that are kicking the stock market's ass right now do you
2: i just think i don't think it's a coincidence that it started right after the state of the union i think a bunch of wall street people saw that they you know saw trump and immediately panicked because that's what they do when they see the face and of donald trump because they're all well this is is actually
3: just bad enough where if Depending on how things turn out in the last 30 minutes or 28 minutes now of trading, uh, the Dow is poised for the worst one-day point drop in history.
0: In history? Yep. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. uh, this has, does does this have to do with that? Well, we could, we could do the research. Is this because of uh, raising rates? Are people afraid of all these uh, rate increases that we're going to have this year? I guess. well I mean, we this is only February 5th, yeah.
1: right?
3: We just got back 90 points, though. Now we're only down 756.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's much better. Now we're only down 756. Keep an eye on that. That'll be interesting to, uh, yeah, well, here's an updated version of the story. Uh, the Dow is having another brutal day. Index was off by more than 700 points, but you had it down uh, oh, 850 or something. Yeah. He, but now it's only yeah. down 760 or something. Yep. You have it at 760.
3: 756. The Dow now. had
0: a terrible, yeah. The Dow had a terrible Friday, and Monday has the potential to be worse. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was down more than 700 points around 3 p.m., dipping below 25,000 and erasing the gains it made over the last month. The AP, uh, per the AP, the Dow lost more than 600 points on Friday. The Wall Street Journal blames investor fears about rising inflation. So there it is. It is the rate increases then, because that will drive inflation they believe higher bond yields and the increasing likelihood that the fed will again raise interest rates. Yeah, there it is right there. They said they, well, the fear that it's going to happen, uh, sorry, but it is going to happen. A, um, the fed has already said they're going to raise the rate several times this year. Correct. Yeah. Uh, some comments. This is what I was waiting for. Great time to jump in and buy. It's all Trump's fault. Run for the hills. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. <laughs> uh, and then it says, "It's Mueller time. Bye, bye, Trump. Yeah. Bad news for a certain someone who stacked his political reputation on the Dow."
2: Told ya. All they think about is Trump. Why did they? Uh,
0: my question is this, and I'd love to hear from from callers on this one as well. Is the fact that he's not a look, and again. This is not me saying that Donald Trump's the greatest president of all time or me supporting him or whatever. I'm just asking a question here. Is the fact that he's not a politician, is that what upsets them so much because he's rocking the political money-making boat? Because if you don't think the Republican Party and the Democratic Party make a ton of money for the big wigs in it, you're kidding yourself. I mean, Nancy Pelosi is very close to a billionaire, isn't she? Donald Trump is a billionaire. A number of these people are billionaires, and I'll ask the question again. Do you really want to have a bunch of, you know, 75 and 80 and 85-year-old people making decisions that affect your life but not theirs? Is that what you really want?
2: Right? I don't think most people think that deep into it. Well, Well, it's too bad because... They just think, who's my party? I'll vote for that guy.
0: I'm just kind of wondering, do, do they hate him so much because he's not a politician? I mean, he's a blowhard on Twitter, but that shouldn't make you hate him.
2: Yeah, they hate him because he's right-wing. And then people hated
0: Barack Obama. I never understood why they hated him. I mean, he was arrogant. But all presidents are arrogant. I don't know. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show. This is Tom, and I've been telling you how easy it has been for me to lose weight on the Nutrimost weight loss plan. My goal has been to lose 92.5 pounds. Well, I've started up another round at the new Nutrimost Plymouth location, and I can't wait to shed those extra unwanted pounds. Nutrimost is unlike any other weight loss program. It's just so easy, and they guarantee that you will lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. There's no exercise, shots, drugs, prepackaged food, and I'm never hungry. The team at Nutramost in Plymouth will support you every step of the way on your wellness and weight loss journey. Then, after you hit your goal, Nutramost in Plymouth is there for you with the Nutramost Forever Plan, an all-inclusive wellness program that improves and promotes healthy living and choices. Nutramost has helped me change my life, and I know they can help you, too. Neutrimost, Plymouth, located just off Highway 55 and 494. Call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. Tom Bernard here. If you're ready to sell your home, you've probably heard that you should wait until spring. But why wait for temperatures to rise when the market is hot right now? Not selling in winter is a total myth. Truth is, buyers are hungry. And while other sellers and real estate agents hibernate, At 763-401-SOLD. The first two callers will get a free staging package. This is a huge value, and it's only going to the first two Tom Bernard Show callers from this ad. That's 763-401-SOLD. Call now, get the free staging package, and grab the opportunity before winter is over. A shining star.
3: Oh, well, Maurice White was.
0: Yeah, he was. Yep. was very, very, Yesterday true. Yesterday
3: makes uh, marks a year since he passed away.
0: God, is a he year already? Nope. Yep. My God, time is flying. Uh, I'm taking a look at a, a couple of different spots here. The Dow Jones is down 766.48 right now. The S&P about 80.9. Uh, FT FTSE 100 future 249.50 the Nikkei 900.
3: Uh, oh, I misspoke. Yeah, I mean, it's been two years without Maurice. Sorry, so two not, years. Time is flying. But that's
0: yeah, time is flying. If it's two years, I didn't even think it was one year. <laughs> um, here's this the an interesting thing. I go you know hop around these different sites with the. Uh, uh, I could up, update this, but I might lose my story. So the last I saw, the Dow Jones is down. the Dow Jones Industrial Average, down seven sixty six forty eight. Is that a pretty, pretty good number, Mike?
3: Yeah. Yep. What are you seeing? Uh, About ooh, right there. Wow. No, it just, just it just jumped during the break. It's down nine forty seven right now.
0: Nine forty seven.
3: Oh.
0: Um. This is thirty three minutes ago. Okay. Stock sell-off is starting to cast doubt on Fed's rate increases. Is that what this is all about? Looks like it. Is the stock market, are these people trying to force the Fed to stop increasing rates? Oh, man. Oh.
3: Do you think
0: that the, that's what this is all about? It's down 9 What? Oh,
3: now nope, no, jump back. Uh, it's 826. So it's really fluctuating right now. Oh,
0: God, it is. 20, 21 really minutes left in
3: trading. <laughs> kind of wish I were on the floor right now. Like, can you imagine just chaos.
0: Losing or making a lot of money. Yep. Um, I just... But what's interesting to me is I, I do tune in and I try to figure out why. Why is this happening? As, have you seen anyone that knows why this is happening? I mean, definitively knows why this is happening?
3: Not, yeah, see, nobody, I just updated
0: yeah. at 3... Yeah, 3.38. So this is two minutes ago. It was 9.14. 46, but you said it's... Pop back into the 800s Oh, no.
3: Now it popped back up. We're down 1,018.
0: Down 1,018. Oh, man. And and no one still knows why this is happening.
3: Nope. Currently, we're sitting at 24,502. Good
0: God. That's amazing. Um, But again, these these psychotic increases that we saw over the past year, you knew eventually uh, that wasn't going to hold on. I mean, that's how the stock market works. (laughs) Bitcoin's crash is turning into one of its biggest ever. One of what's biggest ever? Cryptocurrency. I mean, does anybody believe in cryptocurrency at all anyway?
2: <laughs> A lot of people do. They think they can make it big, even though they can't in cryptocurrency. Uh-huh. Well, some rapper just said like he made millions and millions of dollars on Bitcoin, but he has nothing to show for it. So, yeah, well, that's the whole whatever problem. you say. You've
0: done really, really well, but you have nothing to show for it. That's not good. That's not good. A, bu- a good business model. Oil slides as stock markets crumble. Shale drilling accelerates. Big oil stocks fail to attract buyers during sell-off. So why is shale drilling accelerating? Do we understand that? I'm. Mean, this whole thing is just... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I just saw a headline. It's got nothing to do with the stock market, but... Uh, <laughs> The Patriots are not evil. They're the, the here you go, Carter. The Patriots aren't evil. They're just losers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're in a situation. You've won five Super Bowls. Now you get beat by a touchdown and a and a two two point extra point, and you're the biggest losers of yeah. all time. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? How <sighs> people just. Uh, oh God, you know, I, I I was going to stay up on the. Uh, on Bloomberg for a while, but I just can't do it. It's just, it's too depressing, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, well, you're not heavily invested, I wouldn't say. Are you?
3: Uh, no, but I have some, like, uh, not, you know, I don't know, like through my mom, I have. Uh, oh, the, yeah. 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 Uh, all right. 928.
0: Oh, so it's back under <laughs> 1,016. <laughs> We're back at 928. Uh, who's trying to manipulate what here? Because that's what this is all about, isn't it?
3: Yeah, well,
0: I'll, I should reach out to a friend of mine, because somebody's trying to manipulate something here. Because you can't go on, you know, you, you hop on CNBC, which I'll probably do after the show and see what they have to say about it, but they really don't have any answers. Do you ever get answers from CNBC? No. I don't either. You you tune in and they go, well, I don't know. Uh, well, why are you on if you don't know? <laughs> right? Uh-huh. I've often wondered about those, and people get very angry at me when I say these, things like this, but I have, they have all these stock experts on there. And if you were such a great stock picker, why are you wasting your time being on television? Why are you wasting your time having to sell CDs? You always go up, you never go down. Get my CD. It's, if you're so good at this, why do you need to do something like that? Right? Yeah. Uh... I don't know. That, see, that's the part that really, I'm not very comfortable with that whole side of things. Is that If you really were so good at this, then why would you need to have a TV show talking about how good you are at this? I suppose ego enters into it. Do you think?
3: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, so I get you know just have so much money because you know you're in a situation where you 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 get so popular and it does get to your ego and then I guess I, I guess maybe, but uh, God, you know I'm telling you what if you jump around on the internet right now the world is in <laughs> it's just spinning. We're just talking about Netflix and we talked about Amazon Prime. There's a new article that just popped up uh, about. 32 minutes ago. Netflix made waves last night, but it risks a bad fate. What is that all about? (laughs) Honest to God. Do you think maybe people had a little too much to drink last night during the Super Bowl and now (laughs) we're all paying for it? Uh, You think that's. Yeah, that doesn't help. I think you might be right about that. It's just, it's like, wait a second. Why is everybody acting like such a nut job? Do they do that every year after the uh, Super Bowl?
2: We should probably track that down. down. Yeah. When yeah. was the, I mean, I don't suppose you have any idea what day the Super Bowl was last year. Last year probably would have, been, would have been, what, on the third, I think?
3: Yeah. Uh, I might yeah, because we didn't have a leap year last year, so yeah.
2: It was. Um, but, but that's when it was skyrocketing, wasn't it? When that was Super bowl Lee. Uh, February 5th. Oh, so, was, you, oh we, so we drop a day. We don't get. Oh, yeah, yeah, Apparently. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, February 5th. Let's see what happened then. Oh. Where are you?
0: Here, I'll read a story while you're looking for that. One actress put out a call for help finding her missing brother over the weekend with sad results. Now another actress is looking for a missing sibling. Ariel Kebble, who's set to appear in Fifty Shades, freed... Posted to Instagram on Saturday that her sister Julia Kebb hadn't been seen since Wednesday night. The Hollywood Reporter shares a description of Julia, five foot three, blonde, who weighs about 105 pounds, stunningly beautiful, by the way, very, very pretty woman. She has forearm tattoos. It says, "Well, that, this must be your sister because this woman doesn't have any forearm tattoos." A spiritual symbol with a key and the words. Uh, Promise on one forearm and a blue phoenix rising on the other. She was last seen at 11 p.m. Wednesday in the Silver Lake neighborhood of Los Angeles while walking her chocolate lab. Cindy Crawford, who is chipped on Sunday, Ariel Kebble shared a missing persons poster as well. So another actress's sister is missing. What's going on in L.A. now? She's out walking her dog at 11 o'clock at night and she goes missing. And they, can they not find the chip and the dog? I mean, obviously they track the chip. Can they not find the dog either? What do you got, Andrew?
2: Um, let's see. There was not a whole lot of activity. Not last year? No, nothing really. It was just basically business as usual. Yeah. So, because that was, that, you know, he had just become president
0: about two weeks earlier. One of the th- <laughs> one of the things that's amazing is. Um, one of the headlines in one of the uh, you know far leaning newspapers said, uh, stock market faces one of its worst years
2: ever. Well, the year's five weeks Ooh, old. yeah, so, You can't really <laughs> extrapolate at this point. Nah, it's a, it's a little it's a little too early for that whole deal, but
0: I don't know, like I said, we'll keep an eye on it. Basically, if the stock market crashes, we can all make another uh, we can all write John Steinbeck novels. What do you say? <laughs> Just get out there, Grapes of Wrath, we can write it. I still love in that movie, The Grapes of Wrath, when they made a movie out of the the, uh, John Steinbeck book. I'm really worried about Ma, she's getting so old. You know, she's 55 now. (laughs) 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 Oh, God, here we go. Well, here's an interesting story. A lot of turmoil. You know what I do blame all of this on, sincerely, all of it? All of this craziness on social media and the craziness on YouTube and the craziness in the stock market and all the rest of it is the, the idea put forth, the image put forth by politicians that we cannot possibly get along and we all really do hate one another. Do, do they really think? I know you make money from it. I know you get a lot of people send you a lot of money and make big contributions to you as a, a Republican or a Democrat. I know they send you fists full of money. But do you really think it's good for the country to sit here and rip each other to shreds every chance you get? You think that's a good idea? And people say, "Oh, it's, it's always happened." Well, they've had battles, but it's—I don't remember it being anywhere near as hideous as this. For at least the last 50 years, anyway. I don't remember it being... This is It, it is as bad as it's ever been. People hating one another based on political uh, preference, based on skin color, based on gender, ba- based on orientation. Everyone hates someone who's not exactly like them. Why is that? Does that make any sense to you? No. Nope. I mean, if you're not exactly like me, I hate you. What? Why? People are dumb. You think that's what it is? People are getting dumber by the minute?
2: Mm hmm.
0: Dumber by the day? Amid the fallout from the release of the GOP produced memo on alleged FBI surveillance overreach, House Democrats are pushing for the release of their own memo. Democrats who are expected to call for a vote uh, in a Monday afternoon meeting of the White House Intelligence Committee say their document will serve as a rebuttal to claims in the GOP document and adds context to the FBI and DOJ decision to wiretap former Trump aide Carter Page. The New York Times reports the GOP Control Committee voted against releasing the Democratic memo at the same time as a Republican memo. Well, it hadn't been vetted yet. That's the only reason they did that, right? Look, I'm not defending anybody or propping anybody up here, but... It has to be vetted. I would assume they would have vetted it by now. They uh, now say they uh, Republicans say they now say they're willing to release it, which would require the approval of President Trump. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer urged Trump on Sunday to approve the release of the memo, saying failure to do so would confirm the American people's worst fears that the release of Chairman Nunez's memo was only intended to undermine Special Counsel Bob Mueller's investigation. That's not true in the least. It's not going to confirm anything, because what's going to happen is Fox and CNN are going to get in a big argument and a big battle over it, and you guys will make tons and tons of money from the pharmaceutical companies. It's just more ways to make money. Seriously, we got to realize that these politicians are not on our side. These news organizations, these pharmaceutical companies, these politicians are all in bed together with one another. And it's all about driving us nuts, making us feel really uncomfortable, putting us in a position where we can't sleep. It's all about money, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you. The whole thing is all about making tons and tons and tons of money. Now, not as much money as Better X made yesterday on the Super Bowl. They're thinking his take. Well, I shouldn't say his take because we don't know if it's a man or a woman. Could be a woman. Uh, made twenty million dollars on the Super Bowl yesterday. Isn't that amazing?
2: Well, he better keep his identity secret because yeah. otherwise he's paying taxes on that. Or, oh, he No, go he's going to jail tax on it anyway. Well, isn't it, isn't that illegal though? What? Betting no, no, on no. The- no, this was in Vegas. Oh.
0: He did it in Vegas, and your your taxes automatically come out in Vegas. Mm-hmm. You don't get the money. They automatically take the uh, take the taxes out, and if you feel that you haven't been treated uh, properly, then you go get the uh, money back yourself. But, um, yeah, to tell you the truth, honestly, as I said before, and I'll say it again, you know Better X is not me because I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what uh, I'm
3: saying? Maybe it's Brandon Lang. Well,
2: there might be Brandon Lang. You never know. He was absolutely right about the Eagles. He said they were going to beat uh, Hey, wait a minute. On Friday or whenever that was, I said that the Eagles would beat the Patriots. How many points did I say? Seven? Yeah, and they won by Eight. I could have made a whole lot of money. Look at Andy. He could have made $20 million and, and I could have
0: retired, but no, he stabbed me right in the back. <laughs> we'll keep an eye on this stock market situation. Keep an eye on all these people. Again, just don't forget, this is all about them all making a ton of money and they're using our feelings to do it. It's insane. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show. <coughs>